This is so exciting. We haven't done this in so long. It's weird being here. I'm so excited. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Adolescence. Uh, I'm Finley. And I'm Sarah. I'm back. Uh, Adolescence is a podcast where we talk about all things teen. We say in the description that it's about books and ships, but the last couple episodes, except the one with Arya, really haven't been that, but thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, so Sarah's back from Montana, and oh my god, I'm so glad that Sarah's back because in the past few weeks, I've done so much editing by myself. Actually, not even that much editing, but I'm really impatient when it comes to editing. So I'll I'm edit so everything back. for the next. I yeah, know so you only I miss can... me because I edit. So no, no, no. <laughs> I definitely miss you for other things. I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. I'm kidding. So today, I think we're just gonna have like a regular. I don't know, just a unstructured conversation. Yeah, Sarah. I guess I'll start. What do you want to talk about today? Okay. I don't know. I have like a deep thoughts on life part of my brain. And then there's also like the Taylor Swift drop folklore where I was gone and like, why did she do that? Mm -hmm. I should have been here for the release. (laughs) Like, mm. Um, it was like only three days before I got back though. When I was in Montana, I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't listen to it right away. And I was very sad, but I listened to it on the way back. Oh my god, because, yeah, I remember when it dropped, okay, I just yeah. want to say, I remember when it dropped, I was freaking out so much, and then I was like, oh my god, I'm so sad because I can't talk to Sarah about it, because she's, like, still in, a, like, a no Wi-Fi zone, so then I, like, kind of low-key ranted to, like, the rest of, like, our group chat, but, like, I feel like they don't share our same passion They really as much. don't. They really don't, so I was fighting to keep this group chat alive while Sarah was gone. I saw that. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of the time, it's, I would say 70% of the texts on the group chat are me and Sarah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just yeah. us. Like, no one else will join our conversation on the group <laughs> chat. It's just us. I can see they're, like, reading the messages, and I know yeah. they're online, but they just don't want to, like, contribute. Yeah. yeah which, so is, fun. which is okay. Anyway. So Normal- if you guys are listening, text on the group chat. Yeah. It's a... It goes through phases. Like, sometimes it's really active and I'll have, like, 400 yeah. messages. And sometimes I won't get anything for a month. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. And then, okay, so what are your opinions on Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore? I think... I remember in our album ranking, I put 1989 mm-hmm. first as my favorite album. And I don't know if Folklore surpasses 1989. Because I think 1989 is, like, good is like so good and it's also a very iconic album that I don't know kind of defined Taylor Swift but I also think folklore is just like it feels very Taylor Swift it's like what she wants to do I think I don't know if that yeah, makes sense for sure I think that this seems like an album that's like really personal to her mm-hmm. and I love this album so much like okay if you had to put this in your ranking where would you put it Either before or after 1989. It's definitely top two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's also okay, a genre see, like I really uh, enjoy and listen to a lot. So. Okay. Because in case you haven't listened to Folklore, you should definitely listen to it. But it's definitely... 
very like because the last few it doesn't seem very mainstream it's like a, a very indie album which is weird coming from such a big artist mm-hmm. i think um it, i don't think it will do as well as her last three albums at all but i think it might be better than all of them honestly i think it might do better than lover really at this rate because people are people really, really like, like it. it people really like it and you know what i think this album like really has a chance at the grammys this year compared to like her last few albums which have gotten kind of snubbed but okay i anyway. think they've been like what's the word for like it's been justifiably snubbed and i just think her last yeah. albums got a little i think this is good because I think her last albums felt like a little bit of like stale Taylor Swift. Like she didn't really know what she uh-huh. was doing. But I think folklore like really exposes Taylor Swift as like a really good lyricist who doesn't need to rhyme. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was refreshing to not have slant rhymes every line. Okay, you have such a problem with slant rhymes. That there are still slant rhymes in in these like like, think about the one is literally just a song of slant rhymes. Yeah, but, like, a lot of other songs, like, I think Invisible String, at least the verses aren't super slant rhymed. Um, okay. What else is there? I just, I thought the lyrics were, like, super good, and I appreciated. They were. Especially in, like, the last Great American Dynasty, I loved the storytelling of that song so much. Okay, so if you had to say what your top three songs were what would you say okay i'm gonna pull it up right now wait do you have an answer in your head of your top three i do okay because i was thinking about this okay 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 my top three are august betty and the one i think i'm trying to think of like where how i would order them i think i would do betty third the one second and August first. Okay, okay. August but is I so really, good. Yeah. August is really good. Um, but I honestly I think this album is interesting because everyone has like different opinions on what the best songs are. Like I I've, I've never seen a ranking that is like identical. Uh-huh. Because some of her other albums have like very clear yeah. best and worst. Lover and this is not one of them. Best, cruel summer, obviously. Um Yeah. Or that's like one reputation. Of the best. Everyone loves to hate on "Look What You Made Me Do" and like, "Get Away Car" is one reputation. of the best songs on the album. Yeah, so I think those are pretty. Yeah, like all agreed upon. This one, you know, one of my like actually one criticism I have of this album, which is like it's not like that big of a thing, but all the songs are like pretty similar in terms of sound and. I feel like a lot of her other albums had like kind of varied sounds. Like she had like songs of like yeah. that like different energy levels and like different like she had like really pop like energetic songs and then like more like acoustic folks kind of songs. Um, this one had like all of them were very indie. Yeah. So I think that also might be why like they're also very the rankings are like very different. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I don't know. It's definitely everything's very similar sounding but like i don't know Mm -hmm. i often criticize artists for having all their songs sound the same but i feel like that's like wrong of me to criticize artists for 
because I think Mm -hmm. I really always enjoy the sounds they have and like when I criticize them for that like it's not like I don't like how it sounds or anything and I also feel like artists feel a lot of pressure to like reinvent themselves or especially like female Mm -hmm. artists Um, and I think this is a reinvention kind of of Taylor Swift but yeah I'm not mad about everything sounding the same yeah, I'm not either. Like, that was just an observation. It's definitely not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I know some other albums, not, like, Taylor Swift albums, but, like, ar- albums from other artists, mm-hmm. they all sound, like, exact. like, say, I'm going to say Shawn Mendes, and I know we've talked about him before. I feel like a lot of his songs sound, like, very similar. Or, like, Blackpink, all their songs sound exactly the same. But, like, Blackpink. I feel like... Yeah, it's not, like... I don't think it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing yeah but it can get boring if you are listening to the album over and over yeah I think I don't know I really like this album and I have I think I have an answer for my top three I really like Mirrorball I really like Seven Mm -hmm. and I really like Hoax which I know none of those are in your top three yeah, see, that's, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, everyone has different opinions. But I really like Betty a lot and August a lot as well. Okay. Because I remember I predicted that Sarah was going to like Hoax a lot because I feel like Sarah always likes the last song. I always like the last song. Because you said you liked Daylight. I like Daylight right? a lot, yeah. In in Lover. And you liked, did you say you like Clean? In yeah, Clean's my favorite song. In yeah, <laughs> she just likes the last one. I like the last song. So, yeah. It's always interesting to me, like, what artists choose. Because I know Taylor Swift, like, some artists I don't think really put too much effort into the order of their albums. But I think Taylor Swift mm-hmm. does. And it's always interesting to see, like, how artists end their album. Because, like, I don't it's... know, in K-pop, the album's kind of like the era. And I always think it's interesting to see how, like, artists choose to end their era. I think Taylor Swift's song ordering is a little odd, though. Me too, me too. Like, and also, she always chooses the worst singles to release. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. What's your opinion on Cardigan? I'm actually really not mad about it as a single. I think Uh the song, it gets, it's a confusing song to listen to because I feel like a lot of things are being talked about at once. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you, if you had to choose. Yeah, if I had to choose a single what would you have put out this is a really hard question because i'm just kind of like looking through it and i'm eliminating things but there's nothing that like stands mm-hmm. out i think i would yeah go ahead i think the last greater american dynasty would have been a really good music video Mm-hmm. um so that might be my answer okay i have two answers okay Either I would say, I would say the one because I feel like it sounds sort of similar to. Like. It sounds similar. It has a vibe of um, Lover, mm-hmm. so it would be a good transition because mm-hmm. it sounds like it could have been on Lover. Yeah. And I would say, or I would say August, and I would say she could have dropped it at the beginning of the, of August. Just, that's my only reasoning and it's i think it's a good song i like the song but you the know the chorus what? is so good but i think taylor swift you know i like how the single is always not great 
like you like or that? always there's always no okay like okay i was thinking about this the other day and like taylor swift i don't really like think of her as someone who has like great music videos but mm-hmm. there's always like a, a song on the album that i could imagine would have like such a good music video like cruel summer on lover i will never stop talking about that song and how i think it should have been a yeah. single but like that music sure. video would have been so good there's always a song that should have been a single on every album like cruel summer getaway car yeah. state of grace yeah um i mean all the songs on 1989 could have been singles so yeah yeah 1989 was oh. really wow we talk about taylor swift so much i know see we're just going on a rant but that's the whole point of this episode it's okay yeah uh okay so folklore we like it and i think you know what i think do you think that this is her second 1989 because we were talking about how she needs for her next album she needed another 1989 to like to keep her going do you think that this is it i think i don't think it's another 1989 but i think it's like kind of the reset she needed or the album she needed to release Mm -hmm. Because I think if she had released another lover or another reputation, I would have been, like, really sad. I'd been like, the songs are fine, but, like, this isn't doing it for me, which is horrible. But I think it's... Because I... Yeah. yeah. I think she needed reputation, even though it maybe it wasn't her strongest album. I think she needed it. Um, But honestly, if this album had come right after no i don't know do you think it would have been if it would it would have worked if this album had come out after reputation no i no. mean it would have been fine it, right? it would have been yeah. fine but like if you look at how taylor swift does her albums and how each is like a certain like package and there's a very clear like kind of progression that's true i think because there's always like a good transition between albums i don't think taylor swift needed lover but i think folklore needed lover yeah because i if you think about it each song there's like always a transition part like the one transitions from lover into um oh that's true and i forgot that you existed transitions from reputation ready for it doesn't really transition from 1989 but it kind of i guess it like prepares you for the album and then bad blood is from 1989 into reputation that's true welcome to new york she does have good openers the openers she does they're not always like the best songs on the album okay no i forgot they're good openers was i don't think i forgot that you existed should have been an opener okay but But otherwise yeah she has fantastic openers i think i forgot that you existed was a good transition from reputation it was it was like i'm i think it worked ish Mm mm-hmm so actually, I think it, yeah, I think it was a good transition. So actually, you know, I wouldn't change it. Okay. Um, I feel like we should talk about something else. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something good. Um, so that was our episode on basically just folklore. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed listening and... I hope you're happy that Sarah's back like I am. Um, and as always, you should email us. Sarah, Please. what is our email? 
Our email is adolescencepodcast at gmail.com. We have gotten an email from a listener. Anna, if you're out there listening to this one, thank you so much for your email. Anna, we appreciated it so much. Um, I hope you enjoyed my book recommendations. Um, and I hope to hear from you more and all of you other listeners. And, and also, Anna, we did release a fan fiction slash tropes episode and i know you wanted that so go and listen to it just for you (laughs) okay do we want to do a closing song what's on our what's stuck in our heads oh i think we should what song is stuck in your head right now um okay i feel like tempted to do something from folklore but we've spent the last Mm -hmm. however many minutes talking about it okay um I need to find the name of this song, but I was just listening to it in the car. And my friend Lila introduced me to the song. It's called Don't Come Down by The Main. Um, It's like a very like car song. It's like what would play over a scene where someone's driving in the car in a movie. And basically that's what all The Main songs are. Don't Come Down. I have two songs okay. i was gonna say okay yesterday i really had buddy holly by we by weezer stuck in my head okay do you know the song <laughs> no <laughs> okay one day one day okay do you know the band weezer no <laughs> oh my god you don't know the band weezer no okay you probably will you you and you'll probably recognize this song or at least you probably know island in the sun i'm gonna make you Okay, I do know this song. Yeah, do you, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I also have This Morning, I had Love Story by Taylor Swift stuck in my head for some mm-hmm. reason. So, yeah. It's a good song, okay. good song. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, Sarah's back, so hopefully we'll have a more consistent upload schedule. Yeah. And it's we'll see contingent Ho- on me editing, but we will, we will. Yeah um yeah we'll see you or we'll you'll hear us it's here yeah i was trying to figure that out you'll hear us hopefully later this week okay (laughs) okay bye. bye this is more of like a i don't know like a musing but when I was in Montana, like, Montana is, like, a very, it's very open, very flat. There's not much around. Everything's kind of, like, low. Or it appears low because there's mountains everywhere. And I mm-hmm. think I felt very, very small in Montana. Like, I felt like I was, like, insignificant has kind of a negative feel to it. But insignificant, like, in a good way. Like, I felt like okay. I was just, like, existing. Like, I think... Like, where I live now, like, in the Bay Area, I feel, I don't feel, like, I don't feel small. I don't feel big, but I feel like I have some, like, purpose, and I don't feel purposeless in Montana, but it feels like your, like, purpose as a human being has been, like, lifted off. Like, there's not really anything for you to do. You just, like, exist, and it was, like, kind of nice. I don't know. I didn't feel like I had obligations to, like, do things. I was just kind of there. And it's really pretty there. 
so that's nice it was like a good small feeling which i never felt before yeah 